0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Double Play Podcast. In today's episode, we've got a big one talking about all-star teams, 34 players for the AL, 34 players for the NL, one player from each team. There's a lot that's going on, but without further ado, let's get into it.
1: Hello everybody and welcome back. Like Jack said, we're going to be talking about the All-Star game today. I feel like now is a good time to let you guys know that I'll be at the All-Star game, which I'm very excited about. And we're still on Zoom, if you probably gathered that much by now. But we still are in person. Jack is right over here. He's going to reach his hand over. That's his hand. So we're just sitting across. Zoom just makes it easier to record. But we're still in person. Had a little rebrand as well. So we've got all new, mostly all new socials, new YouTube. If you're watching on YouTube, you obviously found it because you're watching on it. Same Twitter, same TikTok, new Instagram. They're all uh, should be on the screen or in the description. Go ahead and follow those. Be one of our among our first followers on our new socials. But we got the new logos, new style, and it's it's really just exciting, a little new rebrand. Uh, Jack, you want to talk about our rebrand at all?
0: Yeah, absolutely. So basically, we were thinking about doing a rebrand from Double Play Podcast to doing stuff just because we make so much baseball content that we're more than just a podcast. So the overall brand is going to be Double Play Baseball. What you're listening to right now, that's the Double Play Podcast, but it's pretty much just an offshoot where it's a place where. When we're not making content for TikTok or Twitter or Instagram, we're just here talking about the current baseball season. That's been our plan pretty much, so we're gonna go by Double Play Baseball on a lot of platforms. But like Ryan said, right above us are gonna be some of our handles, and then down below in the description, if you're on, podcast platforms or you're on youtube you can find all of the links to the new platforms but you mentioned we're talking about the all-star game today this is one episode i've been super excited for we've crafted full rosters for each team that's 34 players on each side starters at all nine positions plus starting pitcher we've got a big bench and then all the pitchers one player from each team we pretty much went into it like we were constructing our real rosters and it's something i'm excited to get into yeah without further ado you want to get started with the AL? Yeah, so do you want to go all the way down the AL? Do you want to go like AL starters, NL starters, and then bounce back and forth? Let's
1: go AL, then NL, and like we'll just pause in between starters, reserves, and stuff like
0: that. All right. Well, let's get into the AL starting at catcher. How can you put anyone else other than Alejandro Kirk right now? He's one of three qualified hitters at the catcher position in the AL. He's hitting 321, 406, 513 with a 161 WRC plus nine ding dongs and a 2.8 war. He's the clear and obvious choice. He's leading in voting right now because All Blue Jays players are pretty much. They've got a whole country to back him up with the vote. But he's one of only three qualified hitters. He's been a big linchpin in what's been a very good Blue Jays offense. He's the clear and obvious choice. Another Blue Jay had a possible chance at starting at first, but I ended up going with the Mariners' Ty France, 316, 390, 476 slash line. He's a 157 WRC+, 10 home runs, 2.3 war. He's got 45 RBIs too, and he's up there for the lead in hits among all players in the MLB. Unfortunately, just went down with injury, as is going to be the theme with a lot of players on this list. So hopefully he's back in time for the, The big game, the Midsummer Classic out in L.A., but that's something that we'll have to see. If not, there's some good replacement first basemen in the AL. Starting at second, uh, Jose Altuve. I know a lot of people aren't going to like that one, but he's having another great year. 273, 349 on base, and a 514 slugging at second base. You You don't find that in many players. 150 WRC+, 13 home runs. He's the clear and obvious choice for me personally at second base, shortstop, going Xander Bogaerts. We did a TikTok where we were doing this player or that player. It was Xander versus Boba and Tim Anderson. To me, Xander's the clear choice. 335, 399, 484 slash line. He's got a 3.4 3.4 WAR, which is highest among shortstops in the AL by over a point of WAR. I think it's a clear and obvious choice for me. Third base, such a tough decision. Do I go Xander's teammate Rafael Devers or do I go Jose Ramirez? For me, The slight advantage goes to Jose Ramirez. OPS over 1,000, 180 WRC+, plus, a 3.8 war, 12 stolen bases. And the thing that really separated him for me, which I mentioned in our MVP leaders, is that walk to K percentage, a 12% walk percentage to only a 7% K percentage. He's been fantastic. The outfield, two obvious choices, Aaron Judge, Mike Trout, two MVP leaders in the AL so far. Whether you go Judge or Trout, I'm fine with either. Uh, and then at that, that third spot, though, was hard to nail down. Ended up going Kyle Tucker, 2.6 war. Uh, he's got a 146 WRC+. There were two players who were close, Taylor Ward, Byron Buxton, but they didn't have enough plate appearances. And then DH, the final spot, Jordan Alvarez. I mentioned last episode he could really be in contention for the MVP if he wasn't a DH. Here are his numbers, 317 batting average, 408 on base percentage, 661 slugging. He's got a 3.4 war playing no defense. Two o three WRC plus best in the league, twenty two homers and fifty four RBIs. That's my starting lineup for the American League.
1: A few choices can kind of kind of stand out to me. Uh, Jose Altuve, obviously you can give it to him, and I he might have earned my vote in the last couple of days. He had a great series against the Yankees, but I've been voting Andres Jimenez in my ballots. But that that one can go either way for me. But the other Astro, Kyle Tucker. That that's surprising. I. Haven't really even considered him on the ballot. Maybe it's just because I've been looking. In the After the first update, I've been looking at, you know, kind of voting for who who's up there and voting and not really going past that. But Jordan Alvarez seems like a clear pick to me. Obviously, trudge, Judge and Trout. Bogards is one that can go either way, but I, I'm with uh, Xander as well. But yeah, this uh, I mean, this is a great team. I think there's a few surprises. I If you had told me Alejandro Kirk and... Ty France would be all-star starters at the end of the year. I, I, or you, you know, you at know the all-star I mean. break. At, yeah. at the all-star break, I'd be like, what? The, so those are two very very surprising. Everyone else seems like they belong, and they they have they proved they belong, and this is a great team for sure. Interesting, if they if they can keep up that win streak, I think the AL's won, what, seven straight now? So it'll be interesting if they can keep
0: up seven straight, maybe make it eight in LA. Well, we can get into it after we go through the teams, but I think the AL is, again, stronger than the NL this year. Um, But how about the Astros? Three starters among hitters. The Yankees, although they're in first place in the AL, they only have one starter. It's Aaron Judge. He's been just that good, I guess, that he can carry that offense to their crazy win total they're on. And how about that series, too? Uh, 2-2 split, two walk-offs from the Yankees, a no-hitter from the Astros. Probably, Probably maybe the best series in the AL this year, would you say?
1: Oh yeah, it was a very great series and watching that game yesterday. Uh it was probably the third inning. Yankees were being no hit. My dad goes, All right, I'm gonna go get lunch once they get a hit. Mm-hmm. They didn't get hit till the seventh. Or sixth or seventh. I think it was the seventh. I think it was the seventh. Yep. So uh that was at like eleven thirty. We didn't get lunch till like one thirty. Oh so, boy. <laughs> I was getting hungry.
0: Yeah, well then Aaron Judge hits a bomb and you get some food. It's a pretty, uh, pretty good trade. Let's go to the AL bench. This one, coming up with these benches is so hard because not only do you have to balance the one player from each team rule, but there's just so many players and it's hard to you know balance stats for guys who have been injured. It was a tough thing to maneuver around but here's what I ended up with. Jonah Heim is one of two Texas Rangers. For me, he's going to be the backup catcher. A 1.6 war, 119 WRC+. He's one of those three uh, qualified hitters that I mentioned. It's Alejandro Kirk, it's Sean Murphy, and then it's Jonah Heim. Jonah Heim just has been hitting better than Sean Murphy this year. I believe Murphy had a 101 WRC+, plus, and I don't want a league average hitter in the All-Star game. Let's give it to Heim. his first uh, midsummer classic. He gets to be the backup catcher, catch four or five innings for the AL squad once Alejandro Kirk is pulled. Kirk's teammate, the first baseman I mentioned, Vladdy, Vladimir Guerrero Jr., having another good season. He's really come on strong this past month, but not enough for me to put him above Ty France, but he'll be the backup first baseman. And if France can't come off or can't come on the field because of injury, it'll probably be Vladdy that gets the start. Then another surprise pick for me, someone who's I didn't know was doing just this well is going to be Luis Arise. I have him as a first baseman slash second baseman because really he plays all over the infield for the Twins. 154 so. wR. Yeah, right. 154 WRC+, 1.8 WAR, a 345 batting average, which I believe among qualified hitters leads the league, and a 427 on base. He's been amazing. I can't say enough about what I've seen from Luis Ortiz just looking at that stat sheet. Uh the other second baseman that you mentioned, Andre Jimenez, he's uh one of the Cleveland Guardians reps, 353 on base, 516 slugging, gives him an 8 869 OPS so far, one 47 WRC plus he gets uh, that spot at backup second base and maybe Arias plays a little second a little first or they split but I think they both deserve to be in LA then two more shortstops last year I think the AL had four backup shortstops and I was not going to do that again there's two other ones for me it's gonna be Jeremy Pena 2.4 war as a rookie he definitely deserves it another Astro 2 in this lineup Tim Anderson as well only 193 plate appearances. I wasn't sure what to do with that, but now that he's off the IL, I'm confident that before the All-Star game rolls around, he'll he'll rack up a couple more, you know, stat pieces and really show that he deserves to be in LA. 2.1 war, 150 WRC plus. He's been probably the best hitter as a shortstop. Unfortunately, though, went down with injury, so his plate appearances have dwindled a little bit. Third baseman, the backup, Rafael Devers. I'm not picking another one. It's going to be Ramirez and Devers. They both deserve to play a big chunk of the All-Star game. So even if Devers doesn't start, if he can play the back five innings, I think that's that's pretty fair. And then the outfielders. For me, I went Byron Buxton, George Springer, Taylor Ward, and Julio Rodriguez. So another rookie gets in the mix. J-Rod has been fantastic this year. And the other three I don't think you can dispute being All-Stars. Uh, Springer, I think, is in the lead to be that third outfield man behind trout and judge for me i don't think the stats are completely there to warrant playing over tucker buxton or even ward but um for me like i mentioned tucker had more plate appearances i think it was fair that he gets the start but the rest of them definitely deserve to be on the squad and then rounding it out one dh on the bench is going to be jd martinez from the red Sox. so another boston slugger makes it onto the team he's been jd this season he's been great
1: these reserves are honestly ridiculous looking at them like I feel like if you made a starting lineup out of these reserves, they would compete with the normal starting lineup yep. at, least, at least, at least skill-wise. Not, not saying the guys in the starting don't deserve it with their stats, but like these are some big names: Devers, Buxton, Springer, Vladdy. Julio Rodriguez, Vladdy, Tim Anderson, and Short. So, I mean, so these are some, these are some talented guys. And it, you're, you mentioned it. it's gonna, it's gonna be tough for the AL to lose this game, and you'll, you'll get into the pitchers in a second. But I cannot believe. That, that Jonah Heim is going to be an All Star. Like I feel like just AL catcher is a little weak. So yeah, 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 he deserves it among catchers. But I mean, that's that's crazy. Put some respect on Jonah Heim's name. I mean, one nineteen th- 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 wRC that, that's, that's not All Star numbers though. But he's been a he's he's a good defender too. Yeah, but well, yeah. For catcher, it's All Star numbers. But I don't know. I, I don't. Know. I don't think so. Well, I don't uh, know. Put uh, some, some respect to, on Heim. Just look at all the other stats you listed. Like that, the next guy Luis Ariza, the one
0: fifty four. It's like. It's 40 points higher. That's true, but I mean, catchers, their value comes in other places. They're not going to be those big sluggers because the the you know the weight on their knees, everything like that. Yeah, yeah, but but spoiler alert, it was hard to me, hard for me to keep catchers out of the
1: NL. Really? So so we'll get to that when we, when we get to that uh the NL bench. But I mean, like I said, this this is going to be a great team and a fun game to watch, and we'll get into the pitchers now.
0: Anyone else stand out to you among these guys? Arise was the one for me, like. He's, I think, I don't know if he's my only twins rep. No, Buckson's there as well. But um, he's really been probably the biggest contributor for the twins this season, leading the MLB in probably batting average and on base. I don't think anyone can rival that 427 OBP. He's been fantastic, and I don't think anyone's talking about it.
1: Yeah, it's not a surprise to me because, like I mentioned, I threw it in fantasy legend. He's on my fantasy team, so I see what he's doing, and I, I think he's one of, if not the guy who. Swings and misses among the least in the MLB, so that's that's the on base percentage. He puts the ball in play. He takes pitches that 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 he needs to take to get on base. So I mean that it doesn't come as a surprise to me. I mean Taylor Ward, not like I I knew he'd be here, but like at the beginning of the year, that's another surprise I was not expecting. And Jeremy Pena as well. I mean if if you had told me there's a a guy who played for the Astros, a shortstop in the All Star game, I would have said it's Correa. But Jeremy Pena, give it give it up to him. He's having a great year, for rookie of the year candidate.
0: Yeah, um, Correa was it wasn't close to the All Star game for me, but I've definitely he's been he's been very solid he's over the past games, couple months. He? Yeah, and because remember he struggled early, then yeah. got hurt, and everyone I feel like is still talking about like oh Correa's is struggling this season, but he's been very good since coming back. Um, I'm I'm thinking there's gonna be a big second half for Carlos Correa. Before we get into the pitchers, some hitters that missed out for me were Anthony Rizzo, who I think if Ty France goes down, he might be my next addition to the roster. I think he's got like 19 home runs so far this year. He's been a great big pickup for the Yankees after missing out on Freddie Freeman and all those shortstops. It seems like they've got just as productive a hitter in Anthony Rizzo. Also, Austin Hayes from the Orioles. I thought he was going to be my Orioles' lone representative, but I just couldn't put him in there over some of these outfielders, so I went with a different Oriole that I'll get to later. Giancarlo Stanton possibly as a DH I thought about Alex Bregman and then J.P. Crawford at shortstop he was the one I was rustling back and forth with Tim Anderson who doesn't have the plate appearances but has been better than J.P. Crawford or J.P. Crawford who has the plate appearances but I just don't think rivals how good Tim Anderson's been at the plate maybe it won't matter now J.P. Crawford suspended uh, suspended from some games after that big brawl with the Mariners and the Angels yesterday but those are some guys for me that just missed off
1: Yeah, there's some guys that have been playing all-star level baseball, and it's just, I mean, roster, can't have everyone who deserves it on the roster. There's going to be some snubs, and I think, yeah, important to recognize those seasons, but yeah, with the one-team rule, it's hard to fit everyone on here.
0: Yeah, um... And some of these guys will get on there. I mean, we always see some yeah. players can't play due to injury, um, especially in the NL. We're, we'll get into some some big injuries to some. I think it's like what three starters. Um, so like it, yeah. there'll be roster churn. If that's this is my way of saying if there is roster churn, I think these are the guys I would want to get put up onto that list. It's uh, Rizzo. Hayes, Stanton, Bregman, J.P. Crawford. Those are guys that I would consider if there needs to needs to be replacements in the AL. Let's get into pitchers, though. Starting on the bump for me, I don't think you could have seen this coming coming into the year. Like a lot of people were high on him, but being the All-Star starter, it's Shane McClanahan, the lefty for the Tampa Bay Rays. He's been absolutely fantastic this season, then I snuck my way into getting another hitter on the roster who's also been a great pitcher, you know who that's going to be, it's Shohei Otani, definitely not as good as he was last year, but he's still an all-star, when you can pitch and hit at such a high level, he's I think like around the 135 OPS plus and ERA plus leaders, like that's just insane, he's been so valuable as a hitter and a pitcher, and he's really starting to smack balls, 118 mile an hour homer the other day. He's coming on strong down the stretch in this first half. Martin Perez is my other ranger. Then I've got Alec Manoa from the Blue Jays. Justin Verlander absolutely deserves to be on there. Kevin Gosman still leads the American League, and I believe the entire MLB in FIP at 1.74. He's, his his ERAs ballooned up a bit to like over three, but still a 1.74 FIP shows you how well he's been pitching. Had to find a way to get Garrett Cole on this list. I think he's been still the best of the Yankee starters, despite if you look at more conventional stats with like ERA, he's not comparable to guys like Tyone and Nestor Cortez but I think Garrett Cole has still been the best he's still racking up extreme strikeout numbers he's been fantastic Frankie Montas is my lone A's representative but I think he still deserves to be on this team anyway he's been fantastic then the relief pitchers I went Clay Holmes Undisputed Best reliever in baseball this season. Scott Barlow from the Royals. He's the lone Royal on this team. 2.25 ERA. He's got nine saves on the season. There's really no one else on the Royals deserving of it, but I think Scott Barlow has been one of the better relievers in the AL. Then my lone Orioles representative. I went with Jorge Lopez. 13 saves and a .75 ERA. He's been great. Emmanuel Classe and Gregory Soto, two uh, closers from the AL Central round out my all-star team. That's That'll do it
1: i love to see Shane McClanahan here. Uh, It, it really gives the Rays a, a big star pitcher. So, I mean, I'm excited to see what he can do the rest of this season going forward. Awesome to see him starting the All-Star game.
0: That's my lone Ray, too. I, I don't, I'm not even sure I realize. that. Is it? Yeah. That's the only Ray I have on the roster. I mean, yeah, he, he's earned it, though. Yep. But, uh,
1: yeah, it, it's exciting. Um, a lot of these pitchers are great as well. Verlander, after not pitching for two years, is back on here. I'm, I'm sure, I think he has a case to be the starter as well. Yeah. And then there's, yeah, the, the, I mean, this is a star-studded pitcher list. Shohei, of course, Garrett Cole, Frankie Montas, who, who knows, he might not even be an A by the time he's in the All-Star game. Be crazy. The, the, I'm, I'm, hearing, I'm hearing some talk on, on Twitter. So, I mean, yeah, the, the, these are some great pitchers, relief pitchers. A lot of underrated names, I'd say, on here. Maybe not household names, but these guys have been great and deserve it.
0: Yeah, a couple pitchers that missed out for me. I mentioned Nestor Cortez. I think a lot of people might be surprised they don't have him on the All-Star roster. His last couple starts haven't been the prettiest, but I still think he, if there is replacement, some of these guys won't be able to pitch because they'll have a start uh, too soon or, or you know too close to the All-Star game. Nestor's a guy I think should hop on uh, Dylan Cease, Logan Gilbert, Shane Bieber, and then Michael King uh, as a relief pitcher. I think they all are having all-star caliber seasons. Just couldn't fit them on to the 34-man roster. Cease has been great. Uh, he's up there in FIP as well. I think it's still in the two, like, low two twos as well as having an ERA hovering around like 2.9 to 3. Shane Bieber's been great. His fastball velocity is down, but he's still finding a way to get tons of outs um, and and being a productive starter for the first-place Guardians. They've been really rustling at the top of that AL Central. Logan Gilbert, another Mariner, could have possibly made it onto the list. But yeah, those are some guys that that just missed for me, and that rounds out my AL roster.
1: Going to be an exciting team. Excited to see... The AL team there, and let's get into the NL team. Starting at catcher for the Chicago Cubs, I, he might actually be the only Cubs. No, you've got two Cubs starters for the for one of the worst teams oh, of in course, baseball. of course, of course, of course. Wilson Contreras starting at catcher, one forty six WRC plus two point four WAR. Really, no other option. Rivals him at catcher. He's been he's been one of the elite offensive catchers in the league. Solid defensively as well, but elite on the offensive end first base no surprise it's Paul Goldschmidt he's a lock uh, top, top 2 in mvp candidate, candidate for sure thus far in the season second base i put jeff mcneil who's sitting 327 on the year with a 146 wrc plus he's having a great year i don't even he's not even in top 2 in the voting but i think he deserves it third base manny machado who's going to be hurt or he probably will be back by then but he's hurt as of now and uh, i mean he's another guy mvp candidate he deserves to be on this team. Shortstop, there's a little bit of a toss up here between Trey Turner and Dancy Swanson. I went Trey Turner. He's really heating he- he up in the past few games to the Dodgers. I've got it listed at 318, but I think it's I think it's higher now. He he had a couple good games since I wrote this. 142 wrc plus, 500 slugging as well. Uh 3.0 war. He's he, he's doing a great year and deserves it. Another Dodger in the outfield. We got Mookie Betts. He should be a lock. He'll be hurt. Interesting to we'll see if he plays. Another one, Ronald Acuna. Hasn't played as many games, but the NL outfield is kind of weak, so I think he deserves this as well. Since he's been back, he's played very well. And the third outfielder, Chicago Cub, Ian Happ. Wow. I didn't go Jock. I didn't go Starling Marte, who could have... I, I, I don't even know if I ended up putting him on the team. I don't think I did. not really. I did. He ended up being my last outfielder. Uh, My AL team's gonna wipe the floor with your yeah. NL team, then. Ian, Ian Happ, 68 games, 138 WRC plus. I was I originally had Jock in here, but I started looking at the numbers. I was looking at the ballot, like the normal slash lines they give you. I'm like, oh, he's doing pretty good, and I I went went and checked all the advanced stats, and he deserves this. 2.2 WAR, 68 games, which I think was seven or eight more than Jock, and similar numbers. I I, I went Ian Happ here for the Cubs. And then DH just got hurt, unfortunately. It's Bryce Harper, though, but he's he's playing ridiculous right now, and I hope he's back. Not sure if he'll—don't think he'll be back to start, but maybe he'll be back to maybe, who knows, maybe help the Phillies try and make a playoff push. But that rounds out my starters. I think this is a solid team, and uh, and uh, who, who surprises you out of the NL starters? You know
0: who I'm upset about. You absolutely know who I'm upset about. Leaving the King, Jock Peterson, oh, off the starting lineup, he he, he crushes Ian Happ in, in most of the stats. He's got an, an OPS over like 950. I don't know. E- even if he doesn't start in the outfield, I feel like he'd be a good replacement for Bryce Harper at DH. I'm going to keep my bias aside. Respect to Ian Happ. He's been having a great year. I just think it's crazy that the Cubs are so bad and yet have two starters in the NL. They have more all-star starters than the New York Yankees. Yeah, and- What'll be interesting? You mentioned Jock maybe starting at DH. It'll be interesting
1: because there's an actual DH in the NL now. It'll be interesting to see if they go ahead and just go with like the next best hitter, like Pete Alonso could be there, Jock, or if they actually go DH, uh, like like positional DH to replace that. And uh, I've only got one other guy on here, and it'd be crazy to see if he starts the All-Star game. I'll go ahead and get into my reserves starting from the bottom it'd be garrett cooper of the marlins and who who would have thought garrett cooper would be the second best
0: dh this year for the nl well yeah because i mean the nl realistically unlike the al they don't really have specific dhs yeah yeah. they really use everyone to like fill in that spot so i feel like for the for the nl ballot at dh teams are still kind of transitioning their rosters to have a full-fledged dh
1: it definitely could but garrett cooper also looking at stats He's deserving. 61 games. He's sitting 312 on base at 380 with a 462 slugging. 141 WRC plus from Garrett Cooper. So, I mean, what was not expecting Garrett Cooper to be on this list when I started filling it out. But, I mean, look at the stats speak for themselves. Catcher, I went Tyler Stevenson. He's the only Reds pick on here, but he is deserving at catcher. He's missed some time. But he's still hitting 305, 128 WRC plus with a 1.4 war. The other catcher, I went Dodgers, Will Smith. He's at a 127 WRC plus with a 1.5 war. He deserves it. CJ Crone is the Rockies pick, but he's also deserving at first base. Pete Alonzo at first, he's an MVP candidate. Freddie Freeman at first as well, 148 WRC plus, 2.9 war. He's still hitting above 300. Second base, I've got Jazz Chisholm short second backup shortstop is Dansby Swanson Nolan Arenado at third he, uh, he he could be a candidate to start the All-Star game if Manny Machado misses some more time and then the outfield it's, it's just very weak I mean uh, yeah obviously you got Jock there who could be a starter but then you got Juan Soto who is the big name but I mean his on-base percentage isn't I mean it's still 363 which is great but it's not Juan Soto like and he's got only a 125 WRC plus, and then Starling Marte, who's got a 118 WRC plus. So I had to go three outfielders. I'm 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 not expecting the three outfielders. I mean, Mookie Betts might even miss it, but uh, I wasn't expecting the three at starting outfield one of them to have to play the whole game. So that rounds out my NL reserves. It gets a little weak there. Strong at a few positions: first base, catcher. Outfield is a little, little lagging behind. So I mean,
0: yeah, those are my NL reserves. So I think it's funny that you scoffed at Jonah Heim, but Jonah Heim has a better WAR than Will Smith, who you had to use your, you know, your Dodgers bias to put in, put on the All Star team. I,
1: I, I'm not considering WAR when I put put in the All Star game. I, I, I'm, that is literally how valuable they have been so far. And yeah, I mean, but it's not. It's, it, all-star game i go off best producing and and so I, I wanted to address this one way or another so there's there's all the advanced stats like expected stats but uh, like like fip i i didn't i didn't use any of those really when considering all-stars because i feel like those kind of the those group of advanced stats tell you how good a player is but when all-star i'm looking at how good their season has been and so i mean maybe the Okay, they're if they're hitting like 320, that's all-star level, but maybe they're getting a little lucky, but I mean, I I, I didn't I didn't take in luck when going to the All-Star game cuz you're seeing the best performing players and at the end of the day, uh, that's performing.
0: Well, I mean, war isn't really an expected stat. War is an overall yeah, yeah, combination. But, but, but like th- you said,
1: there, there there's different factors in it that that determine it.
0: I, yeah, I guess it makes sense. Um, but I wouldn't say Will Smith has been that much better than Jonah Heim this season, if better at all. And that's a third catcher on the roster as well, so I it don't is, know. Yes. Um, other picks, Jazz, I agree with you like strongly that Jazz should be on the bench for the all team instead of starting, because he really has only been starting even for the Marlins against right-handed pitching. Um, and I don't think... When there's, a comp- when there's big competition, like Jeff McNeil, who's been great against both sides, that I think Jazz makes more sense on the bench. I think he'll get voted in to be the starter, but I think McNeil deserves to be the starter if we get to, make- to pick the teams, which in this episode we do. Other picks, Dansby, I mean, shout out to him. He's been having a great season, has a great week as well. Four home runs, I believe, since coming back uh, from the injured list and had-, had-, had a great week against the Giants and Dodgers. You're right, the outfield is a little bit weak, Starling Marte, I, I don't know. I just feel like he doesn't feel like an all star. Was did you ever see Brandon Nimmo's stats come across? Like even another like Mets outfielder, was he better than Starling Marte? Possibly.
1: I, I mean, it, I didn't take a look at his exact stat, exact stats, but I mean, I I, I don't know. I'll, I'll t- pull him up right now. Mm-hmm. Comparing him, uh, let's go to the f- Fan Graphs, the almighty Fan Graphs that I love to use. Mm-hmm. So one thirty two WRC plus, so he is performing better f- on, from that end. Um, mm-hmm. let's see 66 games played 289 played appearances he's hitting where Where? where are these old head stats that I like to call him he's hitting 278 so I mean yeah he, he could be there but I mean I don't know Starling Marte has been performing as well I mean yeah, yeah he's the weakest of the bunch but I mean he still deserves to be there among other I mean other I feel like an
0: OPS in the sevens is when you're like are you really an all-star yeah, but it's weak at the position. That's true, I know. Um, the, yeah, definitely I think the NL bench is weaker than the AL bench. I mean, the comparing just even outfielders in general, it's Buxton, Springer, Ward, and Julio Rodriguez versus Soto, Peterson, and Starling Marte. So, I, you know, I definitely think the NL bench is a little bit weaker, but where the NL might be even stronger is at the pitching position so far this year. Do you want to get into your starting pitcher and then the rest of the guys that round out the pitching rotation?
1: Starting pitcher, Miami Marlins, Sandy Alcantara. And uh, 1.95 ERA, 2.7 war. He's the innings leader. It seems like he goes seven eight nine innings every time he's on the mound. So, I mean, he deserves to be the starter. My Diamondbacks pick is Zach Allen. He's had a good season, but, I mean, if he, if there was anyone else on the D-backs, I probably wouldn't put him in here. But he's, he's had a good, to see, good season. Start another starting pitcher, Corbin Burns of the Brewers, two point three one ERA. Then Tony Gonsolin of the Do- Dodgers almost got his first loss last night, but he got bailed out by Trace Thompson, Clay- Clay's younger brother.
0: Yeah, good week for or good a couple weeks for that family, huh?
1: Yeah, uh, win a win a championship in the NBA and then go on and Trace it. I mean, he's he's performing pretty decently for the Dodgers. Big hit, big hit the other night, but Tony Gonsolin also. I think he's still the ERA leader after last night. Gave up a run in five and two-thirds. Joe Musgrove for the Padres. Zach Wheeler of the Phillies. Aaron Nola also with the Phillies. So I got two Phillies starting pitchers on here. And then there's also Bryce Harper. And yet you see where the Phillies are. Carlos Radon makes it for the Giants. And then finally, rounding up the starting pitchers, I've got Max Fried with a 2.77 ERA. I, he might even... He looks he's the only left hand. oh Rodon the yeah. only two left-handers on this uh, on this list so i mean i feel like just
0: a, across the MLB and l- left-handed pitching is kind of at, at a premium well and there's some really good ones we mentioned like McClanahan starting for the AL yeah, yeah. Rodon Max Fried like all those guys absolutely pump Max Fried against the Giants the other day threw 100 miles an hour like i had no idea he could do that i thought he sat like 95 max. I didn't know he really ran it up there at 100 miles an hour. So there's some good lefties. There are,
1: and then into the relievers, representing the Pirates, I got David Bednar, 34 innings pitched, 1.3 ERA. Josh Hader of the Brewers as well. He's at a .83 ERA. He doesn't have a lot of innings because he's just in, just a, strictly a closer. But I mean, when he's on the mound, he's he's. <laughs> He's dirty, and he's one of the guys, if I had to pick someone to face, he'd be at the very bottom of the list of guys I wanted to face. A.J. Minter as well, he got he got into this list late. He leads the NL in appearances, and he's only got a 1.5 ERA. So he's been he's been a very solid reliever, all-star level for the Braves. And then finally, last relief pitcher on this list is Ryan Helsley for the Cardinals, 0.33 ERA. That rounds up my team. Some honorable mentions, snubs. Lindor could be a shortstop. He's not not, not close to the other two, but he, he's still put up solid season. Josh Bell has been put up ridiculous numbers, but not over C.J. Crone, Pete Alonzo, and Freddie Freeman. Brandon Drury, surprisingly, he's been a great year for the Reds. He could have been the Reds' representative instead of Tyler Stevenson, who's missed some games, but deserves it offensive-wise. Travis Darno could be another catcher in there. Kyle Wright, Tyler Anderson, Taylor Rogers. Taylor Rogers was on this list before I replaced him with AJ Minter after I came across him. So that's my NL team. Who do you? What do you think of the starting pitching before we
0: take it? Take a step back and look at the, look at these teams as a whole. I mean, there's so many good starting pitchers in the NL this year. Like the AL. I think lineup is a lot better, but the NL pitching, I think, clears the AL pitching tenfold. There's so many guys in here that I think could deserve to be the starter in most years. Alcantara, no doubt for me, should be the starter. But then like Corbin, a 2.31 ERA, he's been gross this season. Gonsolin in the 1.5s and hasn't lost a game since last year in July. I think Zach Wheeler could be a starter. Aaron Nola is possibly even pitching better than Zach Wheeler. Um, Max Freed's been great there's so many guys I'd say like four or five names that I think could start the all-star game if not for Alcantara having such a good year so far and they're gonna face some really good righty arms that that AL lineup which I think when you go back and look at it is pretty right-handed heavy Kirk's a righty Francis a righty Altuve Xander, Ramirez switch hits but then Judge and Trout both righty Kyle Tucker Jordan Alvarez both lefty but there's a lot of right-handed batters in that lineup so Alcantara could go in there carve them up and then you're facing Corbin Burns and then Joe Musgrove Zach Wheeler Tony Gonsolin there's so many good arms in the National League and then those relievers David Bednar is the is the only Pittsburgh Pirate but he's definitely going to be an all-star anyway he has so many two plus inning saves and wins that you just don't normally see from a reliever for a team that's not very good they've got a very good closer yeah, that kind of rounds up our rosters. I have one other problem with your roster. What, what's my problem? Where in the hell is Tommy Edman?
1: He's he's listed as a shortstop, and frankly, Tansby and Trey are better. Could have been a could have been there, but
0: I just couldn't couldn't find room for him. I, Do we need three first basemen and two catchers on the bench though, and only one backup shortstop? I think the only where- place I could have made room
1: for him, was, was getting rid of a catcher. There, there definitely needs to be three
0: first base, and they all deserve it. That's true. I, I mean, I feel like Tommy Edmonds has been much better than Will Smith this season, though. I mean, Tommy Edmund, I think, is close to leading among a war, like one of the top leaders in the National League in war. Yeah, I mean, he, he, he
1: could very well be on the, on the list. But, I mean, I, I it, you mentioned Will Smith isn't that good, but looking at his stats, he, he's he's been almost identical with Tyler Stevenson with more games. So you talk about how Tyler Steven really needs to be on this list and
0: he, how he did not say he really needs to be. That was, I didn't say he really you, you were saying that off camera before. I think he's been good. And yeah. I, I, I think if he like for a catcher, yeah, yeah.
1: Well, yeah. But I mean, it, it, he, he had to be the road pick on here. So, so yeah. I mean, Tommy Edmund, if he was a second baseman, I probably put him over jazz. But I, I wanted to recognize Jazz in there. And so, yeah, I just, I, I couldn't find room for him with, with all the amazing first baseman. And I'm, I'm sure he'll get on. With, I mean, Mookie's hurt. Bryce Harper's going to be hurt. Machado might be back, but, I mean, he's hurt. So th- there's going to be some replacements. He could definitely be among them.
0: Yeah, or he could be like the how they do the like the last five, like the final vote in. I feel like he'd be a really good candidate for that. He's a very likable player. Um Definitely can make his way in. There's one new wrinkle to the All Star game this year that the commissioner gets a pick in each league. Do you see that? No. Yeah, so I think Manfred gets to assign one player yes. to each of the All Star games, which I actually think is good because that'll make it, I think, so people aren't like voting in Yadier Molina for the All Star game because there's a chance he's the commissioner's pick. So I say we enact the, 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 title of commissioner in the leagues that we pick. If you had to, you know, you just put one person on the roster. They don't have to be deserving, I guess. It's just you get to okay, invite one person.
1: Okay, so this reminds me of a few years ago, I, I think it was in the NBA, Dirk Nowitzki and D. Wade last year. I think they put them yeah. all, both on the all-star roster. So in the NL, hmm, do I, do I want to go Yachty? Uh, oh, it, it, I feel like you got to go Pujols here. Uh, yeah, I agree. I agree. Has
0: he announced that this is this is his last season? I believe so. I so believe yeah, they, him and Yadi. So it's like, ooh, you're leaving off one of them. Yeah, I I, I go Pools though. I mean, Yadi he's been a
1: great catcher, but yeah, Pools is the better career player. So I recognize him.
0: How about the Ale? And I well, and I also think Yadi's probably been to more All-Star games than Pools in his career. I could be wrong on that, but because he's a catcher and there are less catchers, I feel like he's been to he's been to more. Pools hasn't been to one in a while. Let him go. Um, the AL is easy for me. I'm going Miguel Cabrera. Like I think he hit three, 000, got to 3000 hits this season. That seems like so long ago now, but he's definitely the deserving AL player. And I think that maybe you could even, like, I know the commissioner has one pick right now. I feel like you could even give him more, give him two or three. That way the fans aren't just going to vote or like pl- or players aren't going to just vote for, those older guys and then one of their last years when they're not deserving, you can get the deserving players to be on the all-star team. And then the commissioner can invite them also, like these players who maybe aren't deserving, but with their career-wise are deserving to be on the team. They just get invited to the team rather than being taking up one of the spots from a guy who's been playing better than them in the current year.
1: Who are you taking in the game?
0: Are you going to stick with your AL
1: side? I mean, that might be a little bit better, but... Who you pick, or are you going the NL bias with the Giants?
0: Who are you picking to win the All-Star game in L.A.? Well, considering no one cares about it. I, I care. No, no, the players don't care who wins. There's nothing riding on this game anymore. Like, I don't think they really care who wins. It's pretty hard to make a prediction. You know what? I'm going to ride the AL train, though. How long has how, how long's it been since the NL won? I think that continues this year. That AL lineup um, is is legit. I think pitchers don't go as hard... As they normally would in regular games, whereas hitters go even harder than they would in games. They just unload on swings, um, and I think that that matchup favors the American League because they've got the better hitters compared to the NLI, who I think has the better pitchers. So I think that AL lineup can do damage, and then the replacements off the bench: Devers, Vladdy, all those outfielders. I think they they can really crush the ball. Are you gonna?
1: L- let's go one step further. Pick pick a All Star Game MVP along with that. Do you think you think someone hits a bomb and? earns the All-Star Game MVP for the AL.
0: Hmm. I mean, right now it's hard to not pick Aaron Judge, I and I he's he's done well in All-Star Games in his career, but I'm going off the page, someone who's going to play a lot of innings because I only have two catchers. Give me Alejandro Kirk for American League All-Star Game MVP.
1: Wow, that's a, that, that's a bold choice, and I'm going to make another bold choice. I'm going the NL on a walk-off in the ninth. Really? Yeah, wow. I, By who? I, I think we're going to get a good game. Give me give me a prediction on who. that could just be me wanting to see a good game cuz I'll be there. Matches, but, Freddy. But I'm going to go I'm, I'm I'm deciding whether I want to go walk-off hit or walk-off bomb here. Walk-off bomb. I'm going jock with a walk-off bomb in LA. I I I'm interested to see actually um I would I'd love to see Jock in the home run derby as well and if he is i i wonder what the i was thinking the other day I wonder what the reception's going to be like at Dodger Stadium he was a fan favorite but i've also seen some talk on twitter since joining the giants like oh he got booed when i was at dodger stadium was he Heav- heavily yes really uh-huh. I, I mean oh that's that's surprising but uh so there 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 that answers my question but i'd still love to see him in the home run derby we've well, seen him in, the, in it before let's talk about that you want to talk about the home run so derby so
0: we did that dream home run derby post but let's pick the home run derby participants for this year. We get eight. My dad and I were talking about this yesterday. Like, is there normally you have one from the home team? Like we can start there. Is there even really someone for the Dodgers that you would put on the thing? No, I I, I was, I was talking about that. Uh, Somewhat
1: recently, I don't. There's no one really that stands out. I mean, I think Freddie would turn it down on. Him. Freddie
0: wouldn't. Mookie if he's going to be hurt, he wouldn't. Uh, maybe they put Jock. That's what my dad suggests. Maybe they just put Jock in there because he used to be a Dodger. But I feel like that's so, not no, the same thing. I don't think so. Like maybe Will Smith. I Will Smith maybe.
1: Maybe Bellinger. He's done it before. Mm-hmm. I, I, I mean, maybe Muncy. He's been horrible he's this hurt season. Too, yeah. Bellinger, Bellinger too, but I mean, yeah, I don't know about the Dodgers, but I mean, I'd love to see Jock in there. L- obviously, Pistol Pete Pete Alonzo going to defend his crown. Judge obviously. Judge, uh, Otani, I'd love to see in there again. Well, honestly, you know,
0: I, I Otani did not perform in the in the home run derby. I'd still year. I'd still love to see him there. I doubt he does it again. I, I I don't know. I was I heard some talk the the other day.
1: It might it might, might be. Vlad, I'd love, I'd love to see Vlad. Yeah, Ron, Ronnie would be a great. He, he's he'd be electric. He'd, I want Jazz to launch some balls. Jazz, obviously, Stan could be in there. There's there's always some guys who aren't on the All Star team that could make
0: it as well. CJ Crone, well, he was in it last year, huh? For the for the Rockies, or was, did they have a different representative? I don't remember, but yeah, I
1: mean, home run derby is gonna be fun as well. I always love to watch it.
0: If I if i had to, if I'd go down final eight we'll go jock i guess we have to say there's dodgers representative so my pick would be will smith if freddie freeman would turn it down i'll go judge i think vlad would be great and i'm kind of going realistic as well because you know you can't just put like all the best players i think i want to see yordan in it he would i think crush some baseballs byron buxton would be another pick for me jazz and one more let me scroll through our rosters what we have real quick Give me give me Alejandro Kirk in there as well. He's gonna play in the home run derby and win the win the MVP. Wow. bold pick.
1: So we got Alejandro Kirk All-Star Game MVP and Jock Peterson at MVP with a walk-off bomb. Those are our bold predictions. I think one thing I forgot to mention off the top that I wanted to talk talk about is our last week of series locks. We're not gonna go through our picks, but I just wanted to mention it. Jack used A new advantage, which we are going to start more of, I guess, next month, which is next week now. So we have to brainstorm some of those. But he used the first ever advantage in Series series Lock's history. He made Series Lock's history by using a block to block my pick of the Cardinals over Cubs, which he also had. And the Cubs ended up winning. Can you believe that? I, I said when he used it, I'm like, I don't know if that's the right place to use it. And the Cubs end up winning, so not only do I not get a negative, he gets the negative. He doesn't get double get neg- negative. There might be an advantage that that something like that happens, but he saved me from a negative point. He got his Series Locks history, and so, I mean, yeah. I, I, I'm back in it. I think I'm only down two after this past week, and this is another big week. Pretty much the worst thing that's ever happened to me ever. Wow, that's... <laughs> the series locks misuse of advantage is the worst thing to ever happen to you
0: series locks That's it's cool. that was a serious lock miss pick. that was that was it was it was well and then i you know i didn't go dodgers over red the dodgers end up sweeping as two points for you had giants over the reds had instead. giants over the reds reds giants won suck. that <laughs> so bad, i mean bad
1: week i believe it's a it's a two-point game now going in this week i have five picks i believe i won't get into them but make sure you check out our Instagram. Those, those po- That will be a post every week. Every week. On se- series locks. Twitter. Occasionally on the TikTok. Follow all of them just in case. And leave a like. Leave a comment. What do you think about these? If you're on YouTube, what do you think about these? All-Star Game rosters. Who's your winner and who's your bold pick? Or just pick to win the All-Star Game MVP. Any home run derby thoughts. Let us know if you're on the podcast channels. Let us know on one of our socials. Remember, go follow them. It'll be down in the description for you. And we've been the Double Play Podcast. Thank you for listening, and go National League!